A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to part two of this episode of Mostly Lit. We are discussing mental health, we're discussing trauma, and we're discussing recoverability and all sorts of really tough topics throughout the book of A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. So if you are triggered or have some kind of um, connection with these with these events that we talk about in the book, please, 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 we are not offended if you have to pause, not listen, or skip the episode. Thanks so much. Look forward to hearing your thoughts. Talk soon. Bye. I'm Ray. I'm Alice Reed. Welcome back to another episode of... Is just the core, I guess. Jude's the plot of the story. Jude's the, yeah, he's just the plot. He's just the ones that kind of helps the the symphony continue, I guess. Because without them, without Jude, who's to say that any of them would even be friends? Do you see what I mean? Because, but, he, but then again, Jude, although he was invisible earlier on, though. So even in their high school, he was just there, not really giving information, not really talking. College. Sorry, yeah, sorry. College. University, yeah. Yeah, they weren't. There would always be a group, but he would always be the one that like, people would share information about their childhood and stuff. But Jude will always. Not and I think the story the re- the why the reason why I say it's he's the plot is because the whole book is about finding out out about Jude's life mm. and he's about his past and it's about the different characters coming into that lesson although most of them didn't know only Andy who was Jude's doctor mm-hmm. that we find out later on in the story and um, and Willem that really knew and mm. then later on Harold who his adoptive father yeah. his professor. That was so beautiful. Yeah. Like when he. Oh. Anyway, so Jude. Jude is a guy who um, his mother left him at a dumpster as yep. a kid, and he got taken in. But we don't know any of this when we start. He got taken in by um, a church, a monastery. Yeah. A monastery. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So he grew up with monks. He grew up with who? Benedictine monks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're Benedictine monks, but then so I mean, we enter the story. Obviously, they're in their twenties, and he's he's like he's he's in. Yeah, they've just left. They've just graduated. I think they're all doing their post grad stuff because yeah. you know how it's like, been us, yeah. yeah, they're all doing their post grad stuff. But then um, it goes, most of that chapter is back. Yeah. yeah. So um, and they basically and like Jude is you know in crutches um, and he has these spasms in his leg. Yes. Um, and they're moving into Les Bernard Street, and he's like you know. There's no lift, so he has to kind of order up these stairs, yeah. and he doesn't like people feeling sorry for him, so he doesn't complain. Jude's one of them guys; he doesn't complain even when he's in pain. He yeah. doesn't com- doesn't do any of that because he's like trying he, to be accommodating. Yeah, he, 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 no, accommodating. He doesn't want to doesn't draw want attention, attention to yeah. it. So, like, he knows how to deal with it himself. He doesn't want to. He's not bringing it out to anybody. Mm-hmm. But Jude's the core, the core of this um, of this uh, story, and he has severe trauma. And mental health, um, so like severe, yeah, severe trauma mental health. I mean, like they all have, they all have uh, in phases of the book, they all have bad mental health. Yeah, but Jude is the only one that doesn't seem to be getting better. But it's not even that. It's like his one is his one is like it's trauma based, trauma based from so. deep 
like deep unresolved issues and uh, and yeah. other people causing him yeah no it's not like oh you know my father was not you know working so much so I never mm. got to see him it was yeah 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 he was sexually abused sexually abused he was abandoned crippled yeah like there was just he went in and out of the, yeah hurt. domestically hurt in and out of the system um and one of the beautiful things about the book even though it was terrible or horrible it was like you really explore self love through Jude mm. um you explore Madly. yeah you explore how you know people that are suicidal and have been and have like have really encompassed that that part of their identity in their life how they how they view things and how they get to that stage how they get to that stage yeah. and obviously it is trauma um and for some people it's a release to self harm mm-hmm. um and and self harm is a big thing that yeah. literally is like through beginning to end of this book mm-hmm. um yeah and he was right. like and he just basically had um so many things that he didn't want to talk about people were trying to get him into therapy um mm. and he wouldn't go and he didn't, we don't talk about anything and and when we find out through flashbacks that he's been like that since he was 15 he didn't want to talk about any of the things that he'd been through and there was the social worker who because, took him out of everything yeah and told him just before she died like you need to talk about this because if you don't, it will build, it will build and it will be harder to talk about it later on in the years. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't talk about it until the very end. Yeah. And even then, it's not even talking, it's yeah. writing. Yeah. And this is like, and, and and this is, yeah, and this is his life and he can't, and he can't do it. Mm. And it's... He uh, trusts, so in the end, he ends up trusting Willem with it, but it's like so far down the line yeah. that you're like... There's nothing else that yeah. you can do. And, and it's yeah. like, and the thing is, obviously, Willem, Willem's the right person to, 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 yeah. to, to do this and stuff and to understand and to know what has been happening. But Even when he finds out, they're like in their room inside a cupboard and he's telling him everything and they have to stop. He goes to the bathroom to puke. Willem goes to the bathroom to puke and mm. he can't, you know, he wakes up with nightmares. So somebody that isn't even, hasn't even gone through it mm. is waking up with nightmares. And what's what's not great, but all, I think a very great tactical device about this book is the reader is not also is also not invited into Jude's past un- until... Jude's ready. Jude's ready. And it's like flashbacks here and there. And so you, he drops things in, things like Brother Luke, Dr. Taylor, that night of the accident. And we're like, what's going on here? And after certain things happen, you get a full run through. Mm. And that's why it's like, wait until page 400, because then you find out about this thing yeah. that happened to him when he was 10. Yeah. Wait until page 700 when you find out about you this thing what? that happened when he was 15. It felt like... Oh my God. It felt like a DJ Khaled. And another one. Every <laughs> right? And another and one. Another one. And, and another then one. I remember me- like messaging... Like, no, like speaking to Alex and being like, and thing is for me, it, like the whole self-harming thing, when he was doing it, I couldn't understand it. Do you know what I mean? I just, I couldn't understand it. I was like, what are you doing? Please don't do this to yourself. Like, but the more you find out about things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the more you're like, okay. There was a time when he, when he was younger, because with the self-harming thing, this guy who was pimping him off and sexually abusing him mm-hmm. basically told him because he was like walking down a flight of stairs and he tripped and he was in so much pain guys so much pain that like internal pain that him like falling felt amazing because he was so numb inside and the way Hanya described it I literally choked up like he was just a young boy and and so he was like, this is the only thing that could wake him up into the real world, mm-hmm. pain. And he just started like falling and hitting himself on walls. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. 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 And then the, what's like, the guy was like, instead of doing that, like here's a razor, here's some tissues um, and just cut yourself. Yeah. And this thing, he kept on doing it for the yeah. rest of his life. And I couldn't... When we got there, mm. this was like more than halfway through. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, see, you're, very, you're, like, you're like everything. Like, I was like, what the yeah. actual fuck? Like, he told him to, to cut do himself, that. to make um, himself and, feel bad, and, to release and, himself and, and from the, the pain. Way, and the only way that he believed that, and the only reason he believed that is because he believed that that man loved him. Yeah. Because, guys, guys, 
guys, he, the self-loathing in this book here mm. is mad because Jude did not love himself, but only because he has been put through so much that he thought he deserved all of the things that happened to him. He thought he was dirty. He thought he wasn't worthy of love. And the one person that did all of this to him or made it even worse because he was already getting sexually abused in the monastery. And then this other, you know, brother Luke comes, comes from, the, from, the from the monastery, comes, runs away with him. And then instead of helping him, he was treating him so nice that when he started pimping him off to other people, he thought that that was love. Telling him stories about how much I love you and, oh, you're my son, but now you're my boyfriend. Oh, when we have babies, when we're going to live in the lakes and have a beautiful house in the woods. And these stories built up into this young boy to the point they were cemented up until adulthood. And he, he never spoke a bad word about Brother Luke. He fully thought that this man loved him. And so anything he said was gospel. So he cut himself because mm. Brother Luke had given him the tools to deal with his pain, the same pain that he was causing. Mm. Like you're being made to, to sleep with these men. You are dead inside. You cannot function. You are being used as a, as a rag. And somebody presents a way out to feel pain because you need to feel pain because you can't feel anything and you take it. And it got so mad that in the end, I was like, I get it. And when he was cutting, God forbid, I felt better. I felt the relief for him. Mm. Mm. I couldn't believe it. From going from being so confused as to why you're doing this to, to understanding the full gravity mm. of your trauma, your trauma yeah. to the point where it's like, you know what, if you need to do one, two cuts today, mm. that cool, do that. Yeah. It got to the point where I was telling Alex, <laughs> if he kills himself, I will be fine with it. Yeah. I never thought I'd get to that place. Like I got to the place where it was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's fine with me. Because he's going through so, so much. much. I was like, I was so willing to help him mm. kill himself. That was like the end, guys. At the end, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. If you need to do that. <laughs> but, then, but, then, but then it's juxtaposed by... The the, love the, the, that the, the, the 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 love that he gets from Harold. Yeah, you see what I mean. So that's why. So that's something. So like all the inter, all the interactions that Jude has had with men mm. up until this point, like up and throughout his life. Mm. Yeah, all the all the interactions he's had with men, he's only ever known sexual relationships with men. He's only ever known intimate relationships with men. He's only mm. ever known that by which even the sexual relationships, obviously, they were abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only ever known this. And then the personal, the only fe- one female personal relationship he's had was with his foster... Um, Mother. With a social worker, sorry. Oh, yes. And then, obviously, Harold's wife, Julia. Julia yeah. Those are the only female relationships he's that are in that are, um introduced into his life yeah, i remember when willem was like have you maybe you'd want because he doesn't obviously from all this abuse sex is not something that he enjoys yeah. it's very traumatic for yeah. him and he was like have you ever thought about women and he was like no i just i haven't it's just and it's that, and that's and that kind of makes you think like what his experience is kind of like dictated everything what else. he believed was right and what was yeah. wrong or you know what I'm yeah. saying or like what fit and what yeah. didn't fit and all these different things so I think the anger came from there was so much pain but then there was so much love that he just didn't know how to deal with it he didn't have to deal with it different facets and different and different expos- the, yeah. expressions and explosions of love and all that stuff when he got um, adopted guys like when Harold and Julia were like because he was always worried about losing their friendship this was his professor who he grew really close with and he was always worried about losing their friendship and then the one day they called him and he was like, oh my God, they're going to tell me to not stop seeing them. You know, like maybe I won't be invited to their dinners anymore. This is like, he's like in his 30s at this point. Yeah. And then they sit him down and they're like, we love you so much. We want to adopt you. Mm. And he's like, what? I, my me? heart at that point, I fully was tingling. Yeah. But the lead leading up to his adoption, he was self-harming so much because he was so anxious. Yeah. And how Because he was like, he was like, what if it doesn't happen? Yeah. What if he gets to the point and they just say, oh, they don't want... Because why would they want me? Yeah, why would they like, want I'm me? I'm dirty. Like, I'm diseased. I'm, I'm, I'm this old. They don't like, know about me. I'm. I'm. Was it? I, he thought that he was lying to them because there's so much. He was like Harold. I don't think you want to do this. There's so much you don't know about me. I just don't think that you actually should want have me as a son. And Harold's like, I don't. The worst thing you could have done. Like I'm. I want to be your parent. Yeah. I want to be your father. Like I don't care. Yeah. 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 And so he has so much love around him. He just doesn't know how to 
kind of like what it's not the love that he's been, been presented with so he doesn't know that that is love do you know what exactly I mean? it's just people things so and he has to build up trust and he has to build up all yeah. that stuff and which i would say that he does build up trust he does build up that level of understanding of what trust is it's just that i think there's always a level of doubt to, though for me he's had to yeah he's to had, he had to he had to learn things but then there's also just that little bit inside of him to the very end because like certain things that like Willem will do in the end when Willem got so mad that he wasn't coming out the the, the balance of their relationship he just was like even he was like even if he does really like horrible things I'll be okay because he shows me this little bit of love and affection he even to the end like even Harold like he he had so many like bone diseases and stuff that he started fantasizing or sorry like hallucinating about Harold beating him and, and things like that and he couldn't get close to him after that because he he doubted that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think what it represents is the absolutely fundamental importance of childhood development and being absolutely. raised. And because it- that shit stays with you forever. And you can never, ever get it... 100% right I don't think no but you can at least give your child a damn sure good enough start yeah do you know what I mean and that was, and that's and that's kind of what if you can if you're able to and if you've basically unlocked your own trauma and if you're yeah. able to do that so it all really just depends on where does it stop and where does it begin mm. because I would say it stopped with Jude obviously he didn't have any kids etc but it stopped with Jude now, if they'd now, if someone, if they, if he was able to have children and did so, then he could. He, he, he would have he, never had children. He would never have children. Yeah. But like you know, what I'm saying. But if he was Willem, I'm so angry because I feel like Willem should have had a kid. Yeah. Like yeah. oh my god, he would have been an amazing father. Yeah. And it's the thing. Like it's where do you like where does that trauma stop? And what are, what, what are you trying to impart on the next child that you bring into the world? And this is why I'm very 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 particular with those kind of conversations because. And I'm always like, you know, if you're going to, like I always say, if you're going to bring children into the world, you can't always plan it, but have the idea that you're going to bring them in and make their life so different to what you experienced. Like mental health wise, physical health wise, education, like just try your best to make sure that they have the best possible kind of beginning and then until they can make their own choices, mm-hmm. you know? So you give them emotional kind of like support, give them physical support, like you give them financial, financial yeah. support. Like you try your best to give them as much financial support as yeah. possible. That also depends on you, yeah. where you come from. But, but love, also, but also, but yeah, love. love. But also know where you're coming from with that. Know what you, because I've, I've, one thing I hate seeing is repeated patterns. Mm. From parents to child yeah. to their child to their child, you know, I hate seeing repeat the break, break be- that it becomes, generational. Yeah, 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 it becomes less and less as you go through the generations. But you know, like if you see, like if your if your parents are, are not together and stuff, but and that was a very to- and if it was a very toxic environment mm-hmm. and stuff, um, and then you get with somebody and you create a toxic environment, don't stay there bringing the child up in that toxic environment, but also be aware of what. Yeah. That, or what's happening you know what I mean like and a lot of people obviously we're attracted to the things we're experienced we're exposed to and know right. you know what I mean so that's can't, it's not it's not anybody's fault but it's that awareness of just being like okay cool like this was a very toxic thing alright let's figure out how we can do this for the benefit of X child mm-hmm. and then move from there and then have those conversations as they grow yeah. older but, but I think both when things are just unsaid yeah like all these characters sorry have their child like their they're, they are still manifestations of their inner child, even as adults. Mm-hmm. Like Willem, as a child, he had to be... He had to raise his uh, disabled brother. In a way, he was doing the same thing to Jude. Right. right. He was looking after him, being there for him, providing that love. Do you know what I mean? Jude was abused so much, he couldn't think outside of, like... He or he he didn't even think. Let's protect myself. Let me get better. He was like, yeah, I'm shit. I'm a human. I'm a terrible human being. And he thought these things even later on in life. JB was coddled and loved upon and given all of these things. And when he had to move away and he no longer had these things, look at the struggles that he went through. Mm. Always trying to find that love and trying to find somebody. And Malcolm was just from day like he just didn't fit. And he had that 
um, identity crisis. And even when he got older, he started having crises in the decisions that he's making. So I'm like, the being young, like those formative years from like zero to like 16 or whatever, the things that you go through. And I loved about this book is like, it really made me think about like my own, like how I am to people based off of like how I was raised or do you know what I mean? Like just like just random shit. Mm. I'm just like, oh, like it makes sense that I do these things because this is how I was brought up. And just like going through therapy and understanding that, but it's so hard to retrain it because every decision you have to think. You have to be willing to retrain it as well. Um, you have to be willing to see those patterns. Yeah. You have to be willing to see that kind of, un- to understand where they're coming from. And you have to be wanting to change. Mm. Like, And there's no point in like being aware of all this stuff and not wanting not to change. Not wanting to change. Um, I'm a big, you know, I, I have this thing about using trauma um, to kind of like, as part of your identity. Um, I hate it. And it kind of makes me feel really... Like, because I mean, I do, I do understand that everybody has traumatic experiences and varying levels, yeah. varying levels. Everybody's got a different experience. Um, I try not to be defined by those traumatic experiences. I mean, I've had a good relationship with ex relative or ex friend mm-hmm. or ex, um, what's it called, authority figure or whatever. But I try not to let that infringe on the person I want to be. Do you see what I'm saying? And then, it's hard and, and, though because it's, sometimes as, as you are said, so in the circle you don't you see said, what you want to be. It's as you said, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's work. It's hard to try and unpin that. And that's those are very difficult things to do. And it does take a lot of willpower and it takes a lot of, and it takes a huge support system. It takes a, um, a lot of time with self. And then this is kind of why Jude found it so hard to unpick that mm-hmm. because he didn't have the willpower to resist cutting himself. He didn't have the willpower to... Um, he didn't trust he, anybody he didn't, didn't, to, not, to trust, not turn around and cut him. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he couldn't trust anybody. Yeah. He didn't. It didn't help him. All the trauma he experienced really inflicted his support networks that he had. He didn't. He couldn't do it. Like, and that's and that's understandable based upon what he's experienced. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But even like when he got older, but, he, but with Caleb, for instance, like so there was a man when he's big, big man, like big rich man now. What are you big rich man? Like, oh, and oh, when when Jude, when Jude and Caleb, yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're like in their late thirties. Late thirties, like. so he's like a lawyer at a big, big firm now. He's got his beautiful apartment, um, and he meets this man who, in the beginning, obviously, as with any toxic individual, is all charming, you know. And then he gets into a, a physical relationship with him, even though he hates it. And this man isn't just a horrible human being essentially and what who has his, who has his own level of trauma he needs mad, to deal with because yeah. he was like Jude obviously disabled and he uses his wheelchair sometimes and this other guy had parents who were sick and he hated seeing weakness and that whole thing I'm telling you literally I was fucking losing it because I wasn't expecting any of that to happen same and so Caleb was literally telling him I don't want to see you weak around me he abused him sexually, physically. Mentally. Mentally. And not, sexu- time, not sexually. He didn't sexually abuse him. No, he did. He wrecked him. Oh yeah, times. oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wrecked him mad times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And um and what was the horrible part to read was Jude almost used this experience as an affirmation to everything that he thought he was, based off of his past experience. So never did he think what Caleb is doing to me is wrong. We never heard heard that. That that idea never came. It was almost like I deserve this. Mm. He stayed with him because he deserved it, and then because he, he affirmed everything yeah, that he was thinking. Exactly everything that he was thinking. He was like, "Yes, this is what I am." And sometimes we use the reason why, like the whole time I'm reading this, and I'm like, "Jude, like you have autonomy. Get out of this situation." But I was pathetic, and because I remember telling you, like, "Why is he doing this? Da-da-da-da-da. He's a big man," and in my head, I'm like. I don't want to blame the victim, but the victim does not have that thought in his head. But you have to look at what it's based off. Yeah. Like he doesn't have the idea of I can get out of this because if this is what you truly believe you are and this is what you truly believe you deserve because of that lack of worth that is instilled in you as a child and or sometimes you lose it here and there. But nobody gave him that. And so this was a was a physical real life manifestation of everything that he thought he was. Mm-hmm. And I think when I realized that I was like it makes sense like 
it's so hard sometimes when you are in such a horrible situation and everyone's like, just get out of it. Like, mm. what's your problem? Mm. Like, you have the power, just mm. get out. And, and you're like, like, and, and no, they're, they're, like they're like, oh, use your power of thought to get out of it. And I was just like, okay, so, and it's what I'm saying, like, things like this and obviously personal experiences and stuff just kind of made me really think about, like, all right, when you're trying, when you're empathetic and you're, em- and you're being empathetic to a situation, but you then truly don't know the extent to which this person is experiencing these mm. things, you know? It took Willem 25 years, mm. almost, 30 years almost 30 years, to find out what yeah, was going on with yeah. Jude. Some people expect that. Some people expect that. Tell me now. Yeah. Tell me everything now. Yeah. Um, which is personally yeah, me. Yeah. Like, but that's I'm, what I would have, before yeah, I would have expected. Yeah, but for me, I was like, I'm very much like, all right, in your own time. Because mm. I'm like, I know that some people can't articulate. Sometimes you can't find the words. And it becomes a thing where it's like, oh, I can't articulate what I'm saying. Um, I'm not, but he's, but he or she's not forcing me to tell them. Mm. Do they care? And you're just like, you care, but I have to let you find out whether you are safe enough or feel mm-hmm. secure enough yeah. to tell me these things. Yeah. I'm not going to pry those things out of you because that in itself is abusive. Very. I find. You so, see what I mean? It's so weird. We're like you let people totally in. different. Yeah. Because... I got so angry with Willem sometimes for not forcing him to talk mm. earlier on. So earlier on, when there was a there was a time when like he was harming himself elsewhere, and Willem was in Lisbonard Street, and they were he he knew that this was happening. Mm. And in my head, I'm like, go and stop him! What the fuck are you doing? What kind of friend are you? How Finish. dare you! Like you are not a good friend. Like mm. you know this is happening. You know he's hurting. You're just there, like awkwardly, and you feel bad inside, but you're not doing anything about it. And I was like, actually, mm. <laughs> like later on, I was like, I see. <laughs> because that's why I'm like this book. Like Willem taught me so much, like love, because it was like. I'm, or, or like my, my initial thing is to be like, tell me what's going on. We can fix this. Mm. We've got this. Like, I can write you a plan. How are we going to do it? And also, I guess it was almost egotistical in like a lot of the times when people bring me problems or like when people don't say shit, because I'm such a sharer, mm. like I'm somebody that can speak. And that's my medium of, of working through shit. It's when I don't speak, that's when people should be really <laughs> worried. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like, When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm like, anybody can talk. Just, it's okay. Like, like, come on. But you don't really get it. And the ego part of it is you're not talking to me. Therefore, I must not be important to you. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing that plagued, like, that, that's one thing I really unlearned with this book. It's like, I used to always be that person that used to be like, well, if I'm sharing and you're not sharing, therefore the balance of our relationship isn't there. Mm-hmm. There must be someone that you're sharing too. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's not the case. Whereas like with Willem, he was very much told Jude everything about his life. There was no secrets on his end. Whereas Jude told him nothing up until, God, they were like nearly 40. Mm. So initially I was like, how can you have that relationship? But when there is deep trauma 
it's you literally have to give that person sometimes you have to be okay with not knowing mm. even to the very end because sometimes just being there mm. is helping mm. and i think that's what i learned because i was like excuse me your friend is self-harming in the bathroom and you're just gonna stay there mm. are you dumb <laughs> are you crazy in the end i was like Joe, please don't disturb let him do what yeah, he yeah, needs yeah, to yeah, do yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. You let, sometimes you have to let these things happen, but again, it, it, and then it's a it's a novel about maturity and like maturing in your emotions, maturing in your careers, maturing mm. in your friendships, maturing in your relationships, and all that stuff. And then what that means for all the stuff that you've experienced in this little life that you have, and it is an absolute fantastic book. And I would say to everybody. If we haven't spoiled it too much for you, I'd say... <laughs> I don't think we've had I'd, I'd say read it. Um, I don't think read it when you're... With a, read it when you're... Read it with an open heart and when, and when you're ready to... When you're ready to read it. Um, Someone told me, like, survivors and stuff, like sexual abuse survivors, whether they should read it. And I'm just... I'm... No. I don't know. I just... I, I personally wouldn't. Because... I went in... Yeah, I went yeah. into it at a point in my life where... I was like, "Ooh, a lot of triggers were happening in this book." However, I would say you can always put it down. This is it. If you get to a point where it's triggering, put it down. Put it down. Put it down because it's not going to get better. Put it down. Close it. Just say. in there yeah. because it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. This is it. I was it, like, up until the very yeah, end. Yeah, until you've dealt with it. Or, oh, oh, you know what? Actually, you know what? Have a support group when you read it. Yes, Have a support group it because, helped a lot. Uh, yeah, because I read it with my friend, and then obviously when you read it, yeah. you had and maybe my other friend, my, my other friend that I hadn't spoken to in years. When we started, when we reconnected and started speaking again, yeah. she was like, "Oh my god, have you read a little life?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I am like on page 600." Yeah. She's like, oh. she had this book that said, "I am Jude Willem <laughs> Malcolm." Oh, and that's lovely. <laughs> I want that. I want that T-shirt. But like, and then she. I'll like, say yeah. Put it down. But if like, you, if you can't have a support system and you're yeah. doing it as well, even like Josh Rivers from um, the Busy Being Black podcast, mm-hmm. he was like, I remember him reading it on Instagram once, and there was just tears, and he was just like on the tube, and he was like, "Why? Why am I crying?" And I was like, "Why is he crying over this book?" You know and the end. Yeah, I, I got it. My wardrobe, and I just sat, and I had to catch a flight, and I was late for my flight, but I was like, I physically cannot. I threw the book. I threw it across this room. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm done. Because there was a point at the end, yeah, when everybody just started dropping off. Because they're getting older, isn't it? Yeah. And the, so we, we haven't talked about Andy. Andy is um, doctor. Jude's doctor. But they're all fr- they, they're they, all like really good friends. They're all friends. They all met in uni, but yeah. there's the core friendship of the four. But. Yeah, and then Jude is a doctor. And for me, yeah. I personally... Andy's a doctor, yeah. Sorry, Andy's a doctor. And I personally really resonated with Andy because he's equal measure, hard core love and... Um, and um, intimate love, mm. like just like calm love. And I really, just really connected with him and how he dealt with Jude because he was like, what are you doing? We're going to fix this. But at the same time, when you shit just went off the edge, he just, oh, crying, the tears, the love was there and the, the sensitivity was there as well. And I think I love that growth in, An- in Andy. But, oh, who's that? Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Andy. Empathize with Andy. Sorry, I just missed my order, my Zara order. What am I gonna do? Wait, where did they put it? They took it away. Sorry, my. The they delivery, took it away to the, where? The delivery guy called me. He's like, I'm outside. But they wouldn't. Wouldn't? Isn't there a box office? You can leave it in the in the flat. Sorry, we missed your w- w- delivery. Oh no! What am I gonna do? I have my heels, and it's delivering. <laughs> your Zara will be delivered on the seventh. So what? I have to start work looking ugly with my ugly heels. And I don't have shoes. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What can I... <laughs> I know you don't want to hear this, but... <sighs> I have no idea what um, but really where, but never. My question is, where are they going to... Where are they putting your... They're going to re-deliver it. So they're taking it away. Is there no way they're putting it that you can go and if get you wish, it? You can schedule your order to receive on the 7th in one of the following slots. <laughs> yeah, actually annoying. But I can I can understand why that's frustrating. You have no heels for Monday. I have no heels for Monday. Heels off. Oh wait. Yeah, and I can't even put ten to you know because I start work on the, at ten. How about? I'm. S- can you can you not redirect it to someone's house, someone else? What to arrive on Monday? 
I don't know where they're taking it. Where that's what I'm saying. It? Why can't you just put it at the post office? Yeah. Because that was my intention. Mm. Oh no, the post office. That's what. Oh god, I wanted to go to the post office. Oh my god. Anyways, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't like nice. No. Oh my god. Okay. I'm screwed. Do you not have any shoe? Do you not have any shoe that you can wear? I actually have to go and buy a shoe tomorrow. I'm finished. I hope my ASOS delivery comes late. <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, okay, guys, well, I'm so stressed. Let's round it up then, there, <laughs> based on <laughs> based on deliveries that ain't coming. <laughs> um, yeah, what are you watching? Mostly flicks. <sighs> Anyways, all right, mostly flicks. I'm watching <laughs> New Amsterdam. Obviously, absolutely adore it. I'm going to start, or I have started, Top Boy. Oh, okay. So everyone's be like, oh, watch it, watch it, watch it. Amy from Lights Off is like, yeah, watch it, watch it, watch it. Oh my God, I'm watching yeah, it. Yeah, apparently Kano's like, performance is really good. Yeah. So I need to figure it out. I need to go watch it. Oh, is it Kano, that one that's dating Adele now? Skepta. It's not, is it Skepta? Yes. I know who it is. I know. <laughs> so why are you even asking this question? I don't know, but... It's not Kano. Skepta's hot, because I saw a picture of him. I said, yeah. He's the one that dated Naomi Campbell. Yeah, he's he's hot, but yeah, nah, he's hot, he's hot. He could get it, he's hot. Um, but I don't think they, they actually dated Naomi mm. Campbell and him I don't think they actually did I think they did yeah I think they did I see it with Adele Adele's hood Adele's from ends Adele's that bitch anyways um, I see that I see that happening Adele I just got oh, just, just her just singing uh, Monster Crappy <laughs> Monster I was just like what is this with oh, Adele what's her next album going to be 32 27 how old is she <laughs> she's a big woman she brought she, no 25 was last year or the year before two years before that how old is it so now? I think she's going to be like 28 I think she's 28 she's not that big you know she's our age is it yeah no she can't be nah for real that's 31 fam she's 31 she's a big old man nah 31 is low-key young man don't we know 31 year olds we know people that are older than that that is actually true yeah but like I'm not there yet so you're a big woman are you not there like in no, a few I'm not like you're there in like, I, what two I'm years? watching the circle <laughs> Uh, on Channel 4. Yeah. Um, it's a reality TV show. Yeah. It's actually really cool. Seven individuals go in. They don't meet each other. They don't see each other. They they only communicate through this social media platform called The Circle. Yeah. Each week you can rate people. The highest rated people become influencers and then they decide who they want to block from The Circle. <laughs> it's so it's so sick. Yeah. Um, they decide who they want to block from The Circle. Then they block the people from The Circle. Somebody else comes in and replaces them. And it's just jokes because there's people in there who are playing themselves. Yeah. And some people who aren't playing themselves. Catfishers. Catfishing people. Yeah. It's so jokes. You had one woman go in there um, pretending to be her son, who's yeah. 25, and she's a big, big 40-year-old woman. Wow. And so she had all her, like, notes in her book about, oh, okay, um, so I can say bear things. And oh, da, da, da. wow. And she's so, but she, but she, she, she lasted quite long. Like, really? I can't lie, she lasted quite a bit. Um, I'll just be myself. She's really good. I think I'll go in there I would be myself actually. Cause I'd be like, what's the point? But I'd be, I'd be, I don't I'd be myself. I think I'd, I would go in there for Bants though. Like, even if I didn't win the 50k or whatever, I'd be like, I'd actually go in there and just Cause be drunk. savage. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know, I don't know these people at the end of the day. And you probably don't, we'll never see them. Possibly. But until you get evicted or left, um, then you start, then you can see, you see them at the end. I think they do like a whole thing where all yeah. these are all the people that were in here. There's one guy in there pretending to be a single mom with a baby. It's actually so jokes. It's really good. Um, Who would I be? You'd have to be somebody that, that people would like, like an art architect. Oh, I'd be a middle class white woman. That's what I mean. They don't, yeah. That's what people do. They're like, yeah. oh, to see if there's any like difference um, in perception. Like, give me your sympathy. Yeah. Hug me, please. <laughs> um, it's really good though. It's really good. I like it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I've been watching. What else have I been watching? I haven't, seen much I put a pause on the on um, The Handmaid's Tale because it's just been stressing me <laughs> um, I haven't watched anything new I watched U- um, Rap Game UK that was on BBC 3 mm-hmm. uh, Kept, Kept and Conan they did this UK wide search for like rappers yeah. um, male and female and they um, compete to they compete to like win a place on their record label Play Dirty really good Really good, really good, really good. Um, some really funny bits that you can that come out of that. Um, it really highlighted quite a bit about the music industry, about like women in the music industry as well, yeah. and even the rap game in the way that in the UK is yeah. really interesting. Um, just the way that's changed and stuff, and how people are perceiving 
rap in the UK. I'll not be watching that, but, okay. but it's good. I'll it's watch like, Handmaid's Tale because I watched it, but I watched it two years yeah, ago. I haven't watched any like, dramas lately, actually, because I feel like I've watched everything. Really? Yeah, I'm waiting for things to come back. Oh, Suits has just finished and the ending was really nice. Big Mouth has come back. Oh, the the good place has come back. Okay. The first episode was shit. Yeah. But, um, this is us is back. Is it? Yeah. So that's on season four. So I'm gonna. I need to just watch that. So I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna catch okay. up with that today. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna just sit in my room and just watch better things. <laughs> um, and that's it, really. That's where I'm at. Like I haven't really watched much. I've been just, watching a lot because yeah. I haven't been writing. Yeah. I was supposed to, but I haven't. I've been, I've been writing. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been sitting there looking at my laptop. Honestly. <laughs> hoping oh. that the words disappear. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Right, so big announcement. We were going to announce this when we announce it at the live show, and then obviously, as it wasn't there, so we just had to push back a little bit. But mostly lit recordings will dun, 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 unfortunately be ceasing. Yeah. Um, for the immediate future. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of recording, mm-hmm. so we will have our last episode coming out by the end of this month yeah. so end of this month will be our last episode we've just got loads of other things to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, and we thought it'd be um, a great time to finish it at the end of um, Black History Month obviously we still have our social media platforms we have the most lit um, Twitter account and we have the most lit email and we'll still be um, posting on there we will um, be doing a uh, monthly, a monthly newsletter. newsletter that will have all your book recommendations or, you know, anything film, theatre, anything that we're doing, um, keeping you abreast on literary issues. But with regards to recording, they will be stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For now. For now. For now. Yeah. 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 Um, we can't really give you a date as to, you know, when it will come when back. Change, yeah, yeah. When that will change or whatever. But... Yeah, mostly it will be. Yeah. Uh, the podcast episodes will be stopping, but please do like continue to listen, catch up on the old episodes. Catch up on the old episodes. Um, it's been a time. It's been a journey. God, how long has it been? Uh, it's been like nearly four years. Yeah, nearly four years. Nearly four um, years. From from starting Bam! with the Shout Out Network, and then to going solo, to going solo, to then joining Acast, yeah. to then you know being around and doing all these live shows and getting these yeah. awards and stuff. And we're so grateful. Um, so grateful. Um, so happy that people are reading. Um, just yeah. based on conversations that we're having made, yeah. like, or in part yeah. um, and all the other kind of literary people that have kind of like sprung up around yeah. like like looking at people like Black Girls Book Club yeah. and Night Of yeah. and all of that stuff and just seeing people talk about books more. Like the literary space is yeah. burgeoning and yeah. we have been like so happy and grateful to have like been there throughout it. Mm-hmm. Like we started in 2016 recording yeah. when each of us were in such different places in our so lives. Different. Like I, I was studying. Look, I introduced myself as Alexander Germain. Shut oh, up. I remember that. Oh that was my like God. So awkward. And I remember I had no idea what what it was, what we were doing. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's been like a, it's been a huge, 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 huge like point. In our lives. In our lives. And like, it's just been great. And you know, we're just opening up, uh, like, the door, I guess, just to yeah. kind of, like, explore other things and do other things. I want to yeah. say a shout-out to Clarissa Parby, who has kind of, like, made a lot of the stuff that we've done possible. Yeah. A lot of the awards that we've got, she made the applications. Yeah. Like, you know, without that kind of support that we've had, we would never have, like, probably gotten as far as we did yeah. as quick. Um, you know, kind of helping us curate the Cheltenham stuff. Um, and just, like, being a bastion for someone, like, in the publishing industry mm-hmm. and just kind of helping that... Um, that grow yeah um, definitely like from like shout out yeah from shout out that to... like that first meeting like yeah. oh my god like you guys are amazing let's yeah. have a chat and here we are <laughs> like you know yeah. what I mean um, I remember she gave us like books that were like um, specific to each of us oh yeah I remember that and I was like yeah. wow yeah wow that was nice and even shout out to Derek like yeah. because for those the second year um, within Mercy Lit and growing through that and kind of like helping with the socials and obviously bringing a lot of knowledge and stuff or his love for books as well to yeah. the mic and to the studio. Shout out to him. It's a big moment. And yeah, and he's got his book coming out um, in November. So guys, make sure that you shout out and check for that. Mm-hmm. 
Otherwise, I'll hand a shout-out network. <laughs> you Otherwise, know what? I have a shout-out network. I didn't shout-out yeah. network. No, yeah, without yeah. them, this would not have started. Honestly, <laughs> so, like, yeah. You know what I mean? No matter how that, no matter how that ended. Yeah. And I think what I love is, like, when you look at, like, time. Yeah. And just how things shift and how things, like, move forward to accommodate, how things change to accommodate for this change. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that because then it's, like, that was a real journey. Yeah. And I think it's nice that we, we're we doing, like, other things and yeah. we're moving on to other things. Yeah. But it's just, it's just the... We still love what yeah, we do. Yeah, it's just the place we're at at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Uh, I think that's exactly what we kind of want to do with our own like respective things. Mm. Um, Alex has his own podcast that he's working on, yeah. which is um, amazing. Yeah, and I'm gonna like I want to do my own podcast as well. So just yeah, be we, around. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, and there'll be there'll be more information on all of those things coming yeah. very soon. Um, it's just that at this stage, you just kind of need to put a pause here on the recordings. Yeah, I'm gonna put like a what's it called? You know when they have the um, the pin on the map. Your location, the, the, the pin, the pin you drop. Send me the location. The, the pin drop right there. <laughs> yeah. But um, I want to do. I just want to say thank you to everybody. Yes. Um, make sure that you obviously we're gonna create the newsletter to be monthly. Yeah. So if you want to, if you already subscribed to the newsletter, we're working on that so that you can still get your monthly book recommendations um, and any tidbits that we're reading and things that we're doing. If you still want to be like caught up on that. Yeah. Um, We'll send out information about like signing up as well if you haven't signed up to the newsletter yeah. on our social media platforms and um, our next few recordings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're still about. We're actually still about. We're, actually still, we're still about uh, just <laughs> just out here, like just lending our pushing our energies into other places. Um, but thank you to all the guests that we've had. Oh my god! Amazing. So we've had like Mallory, Mallory Blackman. <sighs> we've had Lenny Henry. We've had everybody from Nights of to. Um, even oh. in the early days, Seeps to Ade, yeah. uh, from Advice to JJ to Suli Breaks to oh my god, there's so many names. Like, don't want to have to read them off. You know, honestly, like, we've just you had know, so many. You know, like when, oh my um, god, Tommy Ade, Yemi, Tommy, Tommy like, Ade, Yemi, Candice Carty Williams, um, Emma Gannon. We've had you know, like uh, Deray, all these. Oh people. my god. Wow. All these people, all these conversations that we've had with people yeah. about their books, about writing, about yeah. podcasting, about all of that. Um, and like, I'm so like happy that I've had been able to speak to these people about yeah. this stuff and kind of talk to them about, you know, what they've created and how they've created yeah. it. And then mostly that is the place that people came to, to speak yeah. to that. Household and, name. Yeah. And then, you know, and we are going to like, you know, and it's not the end forever. <laughs> but it's the end for now. Yes. So uh, yeah. So make sure that yeah. You and guys we're like to... literally doing so many other things outside. Yeah. It's so like... it's it almost feel like we haven't stopped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to be honest. Um. But there's so much more coming. Um. So guys, no. just keep just keep up with what we're doing. Make sure you follow. Do make sure that you share stuff that we put out. Mm. And if you guys also have any books or anything that you want to share with us, make email, sure, email us, DM us, and we will make sure that we can find a way to share and keep and keep the voice of like literature and writing yeah. and stuff going mm-hmm. because it's important. It's important that you guys continue to share the books that you've written with us. Um, At the crux um, of it, we started it because we both love books. Yeah, yeah, and. I think that has always been the yeah. core thing. Like we just love books, mm-hmm. and so that has never changed, and will uh, continue. And it's achieved a lot to make people actually want to listen to us talk yeah, about man. books. Can you imagine? From, from like random people, like from, like from geeky kids who <laughs> who weren't like people didn't like us talking about books to hear everybody listening to us talk about books, like so. going to different festivals, um, yeah, and festivals, to Cheltenham, and yeah all of that stuff and you know um, what's the other one we've just done so many London Podcast Festival London Podcast Festival everything so I just want to say thank you yeah. thank you to everybody the bookseller for being an amazing oh, support to everything we've done yeah. um, Acast everything so here's the pin being put in the chapter has ended we just don't know what the blank pages following it are yeah. happening next but we'll keep you abreast we'll of we'll keep those. you abreast I just want to say thank you so much and to keep posted. So yeah, yeah. do make sure. Oh, look out for the newsletter when we post it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And is there anything else you want to add about your, the stuff you're doing or um, are you not going to announce yet? 
like I've got a podcast coming out, but I'll just, you know, when that drops, I'll tell you guys. Yeah. Um, and I'll share it on like the mostly lit channels yeah. and stuff. Um, I'm writing because yeah. that, but I've been writing for so long. <laughs> um, when this book comes out, guys, I'll be old, but I actually have no I'll like. I have no. I'm with the writing aspect. I'm very much taking my time. Like I always tell people, if if it's until like when I'm forty, mm. I'm like it won't be forty. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm taking yeah. my time on that. But definitely, there's a podcast coming out for you. Don't so don't. We're we're just like exploring different things and mm-hmm. seeing like what we can do. It's like. Two Beyonce's finding their way out of Destiny's Child, but then obviously making sure that the reunion is still coming. Yeah, we have the reunion tour. <laughs> well, we have the reunion tour because like we've done so much yeah. and yeah. like we've grown as like friends, mm. like family. Like ask me why I'm in Alex's house right now. <laughs> his his mum is going to make me food downstairs <laughs> in a bit. He's like, oh, do you want food? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> Even though she missed the delivery. I missed my delivery. I'm so annoyed. And I told you this, I was like, what time are we recording? What time do I come around to? Because Alex lives in West London, guys. I'm actually tired. <laughs> like, oh. um, okay, with me, my podcast is changing name to Time to Talk. So much change. With, uh, <laughs> it's Time to Talk with Alex Reeds. Um, and that will all, uh, like everything else with regards to the trailer and that will be announced, you know, probably would have been announced by now by the time this goes out or will be announced yeah. in the coming time. Um, and Everyone's busy. And everyone's busy Starting and tired. Jobs. You know oh, what, God. Ray? I've got stress in my back. I'm so you know, sorry. You've got to get it like stepped on. No, you know, I need a chiropractor. I need to be like pulled. Yeah, I, need I, to have... that's, I find it really uncomfortable watching those videos. Yeah. People oh, love I, it. I, I love, hate it. I love it. It's like ASMR for me. Oh, no. See, I love ASMR. Oh, no, like, I don't. Oh, my God, I love I, it. I, really like, I just like watching, I like watching back cracks. And no. neck cracks. To me, like, I'm like, what if they die? This is what I'm saying. If you see the comments, the comments are so funny. They're like, oh, <laughs> like he said, oh. One little wrong move. He's like, they're like, oh, he says, how does that feel? <laughs> and they say, oh, silence. Oh, he's dead. I love ASMR. But they're chiropractors. It's not like they're just doing it. I'm sorry, occupational hazard. You could literally mess someone's, you can ruin someone's nerve and they're now disabled. I'm sure it's like They're paralyzed. But I'm sure it's like five years of like no, training. I don't care how much They are doctors training. as well. I don't, yeah, doctors kill people too. Yeah, but still. Doctors kill people too. Anyway, I don't know how we got to that. Unclick me. <laughs> Click me out. <laughs> anyway, guys, so that's all. This is so great. It's coming out this time because I'm starting my new role. In, oh yeah, new role, new job. New job. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect because so I know being an associate was going to kill me. It's, it's a, it's a, so. a winter is coming. Winter is actually coming. Winter is coming. But anyway. Oh my God. But anyway, guys, shout out. Thank you so much. We love y'all. Um, love you guys so much. Over and out. Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.